Good day, my fellow intellectuals. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of Scott and Nick Live. Yep. I guess we had a technical difficulty there on the clapping, but you get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> We're still getting everything worked out. So if you didn't pick up on this, we just... There we go. Oh, there thank we go. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so uh, if... Go ahead. You yeah, anyways... That. We just switched over from Podbean to Anchor, so there's a few little technical stuff, like little quirks that we're working out in this transition, so like the applause thing, like we're just getting that worked out, but one good thing that came from switching to Anchor is now that we're live on Spotify, mm -hmm. so that will be linked through the, I'll put it on the Instagram first, then that will also be in the website in the upcoming weeks, but like you can see it on the Instagram first, and that'd be easier for you guys just because you have one more platform, because now we have iTunes, Anchor, um, Spotify and YouTube, so you have all these different outlets. Whatever is easiest for you. Yeah, I'm glad we hit that demand because I know a bunch of people who were asking for Spotify yeah. because that's what they have. They listen to music. That's how they share stuff, and I completely understand. So uh, I'm glad we worked that out. And uh, second announcement for this week is, uh, you know, kind of like a warning slash hint is uh, me and Nick and uh, James Stundis from uh, the Life, Life and Business, Business podcast, podcast who we interviewed last week. Um, we're all working on something, and we'll be taking a uh, prolonged break after this season uh, and uh, we'll be yeah. working on like uh, such as you know the switch from podbean to anchor you know there's a lot of different stuff that's in the movement so uh you know keep your uh, eyes and ears out open on uh, instagram yeah, and we'll yeah. definitely let you know when anything goes down for sure this will be really exciting because there's some pretty big changes happening to this podcast and then within the actual change that's going to be happening as well so just yeah. stay tuned for that you definitely yeah. don't want to miss it. Cause it'll be really exciting. It's gonna be really awesome. I'm, 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 I'm thrilled actually. Yeah. So it's just gonna take a little bit of time to work it out, but we're super excited to have it happen. Yeah. And with that, we're gonna head right into our next segment, Florida Flash News. So two minutes and twenty-two seconds on the clock, starting now. Bam. So what's your first one, Scott? Our first one is uh, Florida man disguises himself in Bill caught. Bull, bull costume, costume as he tries to burn down former lover's house with pasta sauce. What? The science of this is uncanny. Ooh, that's going to hurt his score quite a bit just because pasta he's using sauce. pasta sauce. I don't think that'd be very good at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge like fan of spaghetti, so, you know, I think he really needs to work on his game. And, you know, maybe if he gets out, he'll uh, hear this and, you know, critique his, yeah. you know. What was the thing with the bull costume? Uh... I don't know. I guess it's like the, you know, uh, hot sauce. So uh, hopefully that it works. Yeah. So what would you give this one out of 22? Ooh, probably a 12. It's definitely not on my higher up list. So no, I mean, I, that's where it is, you know? I'll give him 11. I was going to give him a 9, but the bull costume got an extra three points just for creativity. Yeah. So what's the second one? Our next one is uh, Florida man arrested for eating pancakes in the middle of crosswalk. That sounds like really fun, honestly. He's I, enjoying his pancakes. It's starting he's, a movement. He's starting a movement, yeah. Yeah. I, that's it's bold. It's new. It's, I actually haven't heard anything like that before. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, it definitely, um, the amount of sauce use on your pancakes, that definitely like the syrup effect, syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The, pan, the syrup pancake sauce. sauce. Yeah. The syrup sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That definitely affects the score. So, um, you know, I'll definitely look into that. But for now, I'm probably going to leave it with a 17. I'll give it a 15 because you probably delayed a bunch of people on their way to work and school and stuff, but 
You gotta finish his pancakes, so. Nick, it's breakfast. You gotta eat. That's true. It's the most important meal of the day. I wonder if he just, like, because you know, you have the 30 second countdown, or like, well, maybe a little bit more or yeah. less. I wonder if he just sat there eating it and the cops waited, and then right when it hit, like, when, like, it counted down to zero, they, like, went into rest. That'd be a really cool challenge, the pancake challenge. See if you can finish, like, a whole sack of pancakes in under 30 I seconds. I challenge all listeners to do the pancake challenge. Yes. Eat on crosswalk before the time goes out. You gotta eat a whole pancake. Yeah. Or right, so maybe, maybe we'll can. try that. We'll try that. Maybe. That's a, that's cool. Um, last one is a uh, Florida man wearing mop on his head terrifies neighbors with demands for eggs. I feel bad for him honestly because it's the normal neighbor thing. You go to your next. Oh, door- sorry, Nick. Oh. You gotta stop. Tune it's in next rules. week to find out what happened with this guy. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. If you're lucky. And uh, you know that concludes Florida Flash News. And uh, you know, tune in next week for more. Yeah, as always. As always, it's an infinite amount of Florida man. Next week is yeah, a special Halloween episode. Ooh, Ooh Jack, Jack, is that the calling for our special guest? I think it is. Our special guest. Hey, what's going on, guys? How's it going? So we have a very special guest today, Jack Trent. Hey, guys. So he's joining us today <laughs> to talk about film and mass media. And he's a specialist in this because he has a lot of experience with film and um, filming videos, producing videos professionally, and has a lot of experience with social media. So he's going to talk through the different social media platforms and kind of what he does. So it'll be super yeah. interesting. So just to uh, warm the audience up, you know, on social media, mass media, whatever you like, uh, we're going to go over some a uh, couple platforms and yeah. we'll kind of like uh, review them. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, sounds like fun. And along the way, you can kind of like give your a basic like short description of what you kind of do with them. But we'll do like a more in-depth thing about like your kind of career in film after we finish the big platforms. All right, that sounds good. Yep. Okay, so our uh, first one is the glorious TikTok. What do you think about this one? It's kind of controversial because some people hate it. Some people love it. But and Jack, what do you think about this one TikTok? Uh, Yeah, for me, I'm not a big fan. Um, but I mean, I'm not gonna hate on people who use it. I think if you want to use it, that's fine. If you want to express yourself that way, but yeah, not not a big fan. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of like it. What do you think, Scott? I mean, at first, I really didn't like it, but then I got on there, and there's a lot of pretty girls, and then I was like, you know, I might just keep this around. <laughs> it's a little more efficient than Instagram. Yeah, all the things on Instagram now just end up from TikTok. Yeah, actually, or like if they're not from TikTok, then they're just like cheesy posts. Yeah. I think that's good. Like, there's some creative, funny stuff on there. Yeah, for sure. And that kind of leads us to our next one, which is uh, Instagram. Yep. Yeah, so Instagram's a classic. Everybody has Instagram pretty much. And a lot a lot of companies now with Instagram, too. It's not even just, like, because TikTok. You like know, Scott like, and Nick Live. Yeah, we have, if you don't follow us on Instagram. What are you doing? What are exactly. you doing here if you don't follow us on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. How did you even get here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jack, what do you think of this one? Yeah, no, Instagram's definitely my favorite, like, on multiple levels. Um, I, I don't have a personal Instagram, but when I did, I, I always do it kind of that, like, format. Um, you know, it's super, pretty simple, you know, picture, caption. I think just as, like, a format, it works. Like, it works really well, actually. Um, and moving into the business part of it, I think it actually works brilliantly, especially with that whole, like, promote tool that they kind of linked with Facebook. I, I think that is just awesome work that they're doing there. Um, and so any small business, you know, that, like, utilizes it, I think is getting a serious advantage, just, you know, getting that word of mouth um, using the internet, which is really cool stuff to see. Yeah, you have really good reach with Instagram because you can send stuff out to people immediately, put stuff on your story, quick updates. Mm-hmm. And you can also direct message people extremely easily, communicate with your audience through the comments or direct message. 
It's really good one-on-one. -on -one. And then you can, I guess, the kind of dynamics, you can send something to your whole audience and then go like one-on-one -on -one right away with like the direct message and comments. Yeah, I feel like um, Instagram is kind of moving towards a more, like Jack said, business oriented, yeah. which is, you know, kind of ironic because if you move toward it, I don't think Instagram is thinking about this, but if you move more towards that, people are going to look for the funny stuff. That's yeah, where which is, TikTok what, and yeah, like, like, more Snapchat and stuff. What happened, like what's been happening for a while is uh, Instagram has been like blocking like meme accounts yeah. and like, you know, other like uh, edgy accounts or like that kind of stuff. And, you know, while like, yeah, sure. You want to make like it clean and everything, but then like, it's not going to like stop the people from like watch it like the, looking the at content's always going to be there it's yeah. just going to go in other places where it be tiktok or snapchat or reddit or stuff like youtube stuff like that. youtube yeah it's always going to be out there but yeah i think and then people kind of try to structure their own personal pages in like a business format because everything wants to be super neat and clean and like only the best photos on there so people like i don't know if they're conscious of it or not but they're trying to be more professional on instagram yeah, I like a TikTok. I could spend like a quite a bit of time on Snapchat. Could spend a quite a bit of time on YouTube. Could spend quite a bit of time on, but like Instagram, like that's kind of like a center. That's kind of like a hub for me. You know, Just I go from go like out, yeah. I go from one uh, media platform to the next. You know, Jack, what do you think? Yeah, and one of you guys mentioned stories, stories rather uh, earlier, and that's really kind of interesting because I know that like that idea of stories is kind of taken directly from Snapchat. But I think it like, implemented itself really well on Instagram, um, especially with the fact that like you may not see everyone's posts all the time, but you like will most likely see their story. I think it's really really cool stuff. And then like like the next step, how you can jump right into like a direct message from you know someone like replying your story, really kind of cool stuff. Um, especially when interacting with your uh, audience is something that's you know really important. Yeah. But yeah, no, and, uh, people take that like professionalism of their Instagram like, seriously, like really serious. I've seen people who like. Kind of like think out their whole like layout like of like you know like when you pick when you click on someone's profile and you have like all those photos there and people like you know like having a general theme for their entire account you know, even if it's just a personal or a photography account you know having a theme that kind of like leads into the next theme it really kind of all like they're taking that layout to a whole new level which is really really cool stuff there and so yeah I, i've just been really impressed with that whole like format yeah, i think it's cool how people are expressing themselves like to how they set up their instagram profile i think that's pretty cool yeah for sure Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we'll move into the next one. This one's a little bit less formal and less like kind of a different dynamic. It's of more Snapchat. personal. Yeah, more personal Snapchat. So Snapchat hasn't really been able to scale as like, you will like, it's hard to like reach a big audience on Snapchat. It's not as large stories. As, it's more like yeah. just direct one-on-one -on -one communication. So it's kind of developed differently from Instagram. And TikTok. And TikTok, yeah. But both of them are like different dynamics. What do you think about Snapchat, Jack? Yeah, so Snapchat's interesting because it's like there's no way you can have like a public Snapchat and that's like one of those companies that like, you know, like, you know, like on that third page on the right has like a, like a story that they promoted there. So it's, I, I honestly wouldn't even like put it up there with the same like uh, other accounts just because of how like closed off and personal it is. Um, yeah, I personally don't rate Snapchat that much. I don't really use it too much um, as far as like direct messaging goes. Um, but I do really appreciate, I, I think it's really kind of like interesting because like, you know, like, this is the, what, Gen Z now? Or yeah. is that or mm -hmm. Gen X? They were born Gen Z. 2000 decade. Yeah. Anyways, but those guys are, like, like taking out, like, you know, like, you don't like emails. We want something more low-key than that. So texting, and, like, it's not, I feel like Snapchat is even, like, more low-key than texting because of how, like, nonchalant it is. Yeah. Um, so that's really kind of interesting. It's kind of step progression, you know, like, in the, as if in the course of history, like, from, like, letters to emails, so, you know, like, to phone calls to text messages. 
and I honestly like Snapchat's kind of in its realm of its own, just because of how, like I said again, like how nonchalant, like how like low key, just you know, the whole messaging has gone. Yeah, I know some like famous people and companies have tried to go onto Snapchat, but they didn't really scale well, other than like the Explore page where there's like some more of the developed content. But most of the people on there are just texting like one on one with a small group of people. It didn't like it doesn't scale like Instagram where you can reach a lo- large audience and really put out content just like one-on-one direct communication where I think people like the way I use it and a lot of other people like just use it to talk to their friends, like essentially the same as texting or calling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Snapchat, like they're trying to like be as big as, you know, Instagram and, you know, upcoming TikTok or YouTube where they they have the stories and they like bring on like influencers to have their own, um, you know, story thing. And, you know, I, I personally don't like it that much, but I do like watch Sports Center and you know some other things for newsworthiness on there. But other than that, I mean, all I use it is maybe like talking to like five people. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard. I watch. There's some content that's good on there, but they also are kind of limited because they only have like vertical format video. So like, if I want to watch something longer, I'd rather just watch it on YouTube. So they haven't really integrated it as well. Mm, yep. And so that brings us to the uh, next one, which is uh, YouTube. YouTube is definitely a uh, you know, definitely out of all these, probably the biggest platform. Yeah, definitely. It has the most house. reach. Um, all companies have YouTube. All influencers has YouTube. I'd say it's definitely the uh, final destination for any uh, person who wants to reach a mass audience. Uh, Jack, do you agree? Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I would agree with you, but now I honestly would rate Instagram almost on the exact same level. Um, because, uh, yeah, using YouTube is really interesting because it's almost like a different type of media, although essentially it's the same. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, when you look at the layouts, they're completely different layouts from Instagram, but, um, yeah, uh, I mean, cause like when I do work for companies, I mean, most of it ends up on Instagram, um, just because, you know, that's where most of their followers are, you know, they don't have a, uh, you know, big following on YouTube, but I feel like as you get up there, I think maybe as you get bigger and bigger, you know, like Tesla, um, you know, there's like massive companies posting to YouTube is something that's nice because, you can post like that long, longer format, you know, longer than a minute without keeping that um, uh, vertical video format, which I despise. Uh, I think it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, being able to hold the phone sideways and watch videos, I think it's nice for like the longer form videos, you know, for yeah. that part, you know, less like, than a minute yeah, or so. YouTube is more just for like consuming content where Instagram, I feel like is trying to like lead you somewhere else where they just be like an announcement or like, I feel like there's less stuff on Instagram where it's just content for the sake of content. It's like a promotional video for a company or something like that where YouTube would be, you have a channel and you just watch their videos and that's the end destination where you're just watching the videos to consume that content. It's not like you're going out from there as much as you would on Instagram or somewhere. Yeah, I'd say um, YouTube on this list doesn't really compete with the other ones, maybe TikTok a little bit, but YouTube, since it is longer, I'd say it competes more with, uh, you know, television. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So... That's what I think about. That's what I think about it. Yeah. I think it can exist, like coexist with like TikTok and Instagram pretty well because they're like they're different platforms for different things. Because most people aren't like making like everybody has an Instagram account, or at least most people do, and like not that many people have YouTube accounts. For most people who have like an account aren't. Well, I see a lot of people have accounts, but they're not. They don't have channels where they're producing content regularly, mm-hmm. as if like a lot of people post it regularly on Instagram. So it's just kind of like similar to TV where there's just like the certain channels that you watch on like a daily or weekly basis to consume content. Yeah. So Jack, I know you, you know, you obviously film and stuff. So when you film, you know, other than Instagram, is there any specific platform 
that, you know, you like to put it on maybe, you know, YouTube, maybe another one that we haven't heard of, or, you know, I'm not thinking of right now. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Um, so like the main destination for the majority of my work, like I know it ahead of time. So like if I'm filming for social media, um, or, you know, filming for a company for social media, I know it's going to end up there, but I still posted YouTube anyway, kind of as like a portfolio type deal. But I've been noticing this trend, especially in the kind of like culture of filmmakers that we've been using, I think it's pronounced Vimeo. Um, yeah, Vimeo. Let me, let me, yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's like, uh, it's like YouTube's like, you know, rival. Venmo. No. Is that it? I think it's Vimeo. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Vimeo. Venmo's the uh, PayPal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vimeo, um, which is really kind of nice because like, I like the design. It's really, really clean layout. Um, and that's what I've noticed a lot of filmmakers are using, so honestly, might be moving my stuff more towards there. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, usually I know the main destination and it's gonna be like either Instagram or like some, something completely different. So yeah, most of it doesn't end up on YouTube for the sake of it being content on YouTube. Yeah. So what kind of companies do you normally work with when you're producing content for like Instagram or a different social media source? So I've just, I've just mainly been starting out for what, a couple, just over a year now. So um, as a complete beginner, I started off with nonprofits and charities. Um, yeah. So I worked with the, one of my first big projects was with the Juval Special Special Olympics, which was a really beautiful event. Um, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it, it was really spectacular. And they were super uh, amped to let me film there, which was great because, um, like I said, you know, I, I wasn't charging. It's completely just for free. I was like, guys, you know, will you suddenly go out there and film? And they were super cool with it. And yeah, and I was there for a few hours, put together a nice little video. Um, and I'm actually, and that's like a year older now. I'm so really happy with that because it really kind of like inspired me to keep on working, you know, for these like small, for, for these companies and like produce, you know, these videos. Because I always know, I know I was interested in it, but that was really kind of the moment where I was like, you know, wow, you can, you know, make a living off of doing this. And then I continued to, you know, do it for nonprofits. Um, the Best Buddy Friendship Walk in Jacksonville, which yeah. is another part of the Best Buddies program, which is awesome. Um, I did a little work for the dance marathon at Bishop County and Episcopal. And let's see. Um, and then I started to move on. Uh, one of my, like, one of the few, like, uh, how's it called? One of my actual, like, business businesses that I was working with. Was, oh, uh, like Chains? Yeah. Yeah, and I just, I just started working with them within the past couple months. And that was really cool because, you know, I was able to see, like, how the videos like were really progressing their business. It was really kind of fun to see because like, you know, the owner of the store was promoting the video. Um, so, you know, it was appearing on an ad on some people's phones, ended up resting somewhere around 3000 views. Wow. Um, it was like the company's high, you know, by a lot. So that was, really, that was a really fun project to be a part of just cause it was like one of the bigger projects. Yeah. And then, um, what company was that by the way? What's up now? What company what, what, was yeah, that that you did the uh, ad for? Um, okay, it's called Cookies and Cream, and then the cream at the end is spelled C R E N E. Okay. Yeah. And they're they're on Third Street in Jacksonville. It's a really nice uh, restaurant. Um, they're just a little place that does like ice cream sandwiches, which is really kind of unique. So that was kind of cool to work with them. Um, and they, and they make some seriously good cookies and cream. Yeah. Now that's cool that you can work with them, especially as in high school. It's a unique <laughs> opportunity. We normally think about like film companies would be like large scale productions with big crews of people. It's like cool that you can do the stuff again. So do you work independently or do you have like people who help you on these projects? So I do work with a group down in St. Augustine. Um, and that's kind of like more like narrative short films. 
and then on on one special occasion we filmed a 10 minute documentary for matthew so that was the homeless charity in orlando yeah but that's the only time i work in a group besides that i pretty much work on my own um simply because you know it's it's much easier to do it just like when you're working by yourself um for the most part like you know having said that like for the commercial we shot for cookies and cream and that was like a, like a proper like commercial commercial it wasn't so much of like a promotional but like you know like we had actors you know we had set up a scene um you know it's very artificial it wasn't like a natural commercial but i mean which is in no way shape or bad you know no way shape or form bad i mean you see it on, on tv all the time yeah but that was a completely different thing so we i needed all the help i can get so i got two actors to help me out there oh wow and I was that's cool directing it um and they, they were brilliant uh jack mckinney and uh janae adrian and janae um you know works for free um which is awesome but well, i guess i guess i paid for the food which is i mean fine <laughs> but yeah, uh which is quite which is quite a treat because their food is it, like i said it's extremely good uh, if you guys have ever i guess you don't live by the beach but on third street they make like seriously good cookies and uh homemade ice cream which is nice and so yeah so that so i do like to work by myself um which is kind of nice because you really gain a lot of experience very quickly when you are when you when you're doing everything by yourself um, but you know, like when needed, you know, I'll always have somebody, you know, uh, to help me out making the videos cause it's usually a team effort. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's super nice. Cause I know, you know, we couldn't be able to do any of this without, you know, me or Nick, you know, Jack, Jack and, and Colin uh, who helps Colin. with the videos. Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely is a lot of different stuff and, you know, at our age, there's not a lot of time to do all the things we want. So, you know, you really got to appreciate, you know, how long and, you know, everything is like, takes time to make. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. So, uh, Jack, um, I want to like get a little routine from you. So like if, when you're going to record a video ad, uh, you know, mini narrative, what is your routine? Like, you know, do you have, you set up all your stuff and then, you know, do you have a script, you know, what do you do with that? You, you know, I just want a little, a little bit, you know, not too much, but like a little bit of what you do. Yeah. I'll, I'll, try, I'll try not to join on too long here. So it really varies from project to project, but it essentially goes like this. So you have the story and you, that's the most important thing. You really nail down the story. Like, what are you filming? Cause everything else stems from that. So whether it's a narrative or a documentary or an ad, you know, even if it's a, like covering an event, there's still some type of story there. Um, and then once you get that, what I like to do is I like to think of like the visual style. So there's like, you know, a massive difference between like, you know, handheld running gun, um, versus like, you know, like tripod based, you know, more stable shots. So it's more yeah. corporate like, so um, I pretty much just I pretty much decide what the story needs. So you know, does it need you know to be filmed you know super cinematic, or can it be a little shaky and handheld? You know, does it need to have lots of lens flares, or should it you know be using natural light only? Um, so different things like that. And once I do that, um, I arrive at the place, and I try to keep that in mind. My plan as much as possible, but sometimes you know you'll be pushed one way or the other, especially in like event work because you're fulfilling a live event, you know, it can go whatever way it goes. Um, so, and then like, once you're there, you go really just kind of, you know, at that point you packed up all your gear, you've checked everything twice. Um, you know, got the camera all set up because you don't want to be fiddling around with your gear when you're actually at the place because yeah. you're either wasting yeah. your own time or you're wasting somebody else's time or yeah. you're going to miss something. So like once you walk in the doors of where you need to be, you need to be on it and just be filming like nonstop. Um, so that, it's almost like a, almost like playing a sport so like when you leave you know you put it all out there and you know you did your best and so when you come home with your footage to edit you know you, you don't regret anything because you prepared for it mm, yeah that's nice yeah. yeah so uh jack we thank you a lot for coming on 
you know, it's really nice to know, you know, how to film and, you know, your insight on all the medias that you use for, you know, your audience and, you know, what you put out. And, uh, you know, it's definitely been a pleasure. So thank you. Yep. Yeah, thank you for coming. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. You don't get to go to podcast every day. So I was uh, really, really happy to be on here. Yeah, for yep. sure. And uh, Jack, before you go, uh, what's your uh, Instagram so we can add you? And we'll, try, you know, our podcast will follow you so we can get that. Yeah, we'll tag you as well. But yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah. So um, my Instagram is Jack Trent, all one word, all lowercase dot film. Um, yeah. So and, and that's the my main area right now of uh I guess self-promotion. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you want to go check out Jack's stuff, you can follow it there. We'll have it tagged on the Instagram as well. If you want to go check out his content and kind of just see what he was just talking about on his filmmaking process, you heard the behind the scenes. You want to see the final product, go check that out. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Jack. You know, maybe we'll get in touch in the future. You know, we've got a lot of stuff working, so maybe we'll be able to uh, have an opportunity to hopefully get you to do something with us. Yeah. Maybe we can work together in the future. Yeah, man, it sounds fun. You guys are doing great work here. I'm really impressed with your stuff. It, it's uh, very professional. Uh, so I'm really happy to be on here. Thanks so much for having me. Thank no you problem. for coming on. See ya. Bye. All right, see ya. So yeah. that was uh, Jack Trent from uh, Jack's, Jack's uh, Films. Yep. Jack Trent Jack, Films. Jack Trent .film. Yep, and uh, we really appreciated having him on. You know, this is kind of a... <laughs> Another serious one where we yeah, brought so Jack. Yeah, two serious ones in a row. So you heard about James, who is like a local, a small business owner from a teenager. And you also heard about somebody who can express himself creatively. Eh, can't talk. How he can express himself using film. And then Jack's making fun of me. <laughs> Anyways, you see how Jack can express himself through film and just can act as a filmmaker, even though he's in high school. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, we bring in on a lot of specialists and uh, as we, you know, begin to move some big things around, you know, we'll try to uh, definitely bring out the comedy, bring out the seriousness and bring out, you know, the, the sports more. So uh, we'll see in the future. And uh, thank you, Jack, for trying us to get a sign off. I know we're running over time. And uh, so uh, thank you, intellectuals, yep. for listening and we'll see you, see you next, next time. Week.